0: Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the most special episode of Heal Squad I think we're ever going to film. But before I tell you why, let's start with our quote of the day, maybe you'll figure it out. Family is not defined by blood, but by the unconditional love and support and connection that binds us together. It is in the embrace of family that we find strength, comfort, and a profound sense of belonging. Love transcends all boundaries, creating a tapestry of warmth and joy that weaves our hearts together in a beautiful symphony of togetherness and that's by Anonymous. <laughs> that is the longest quote ever, but I loved it. And it was perfect for today because today we are going to be introducing you all to the people who helped us welcome our beautiful daughter into this world. I'm joined by my lovely and handsome husband, Kevin Undergaro.
1: Thank you very much. You're welcome, honey. Really a pleasure to be here. I just want to say that.
0: I'm really, really grateful for you to be here. Thank you. And thank you for bringing your handsomeness. Uh, we're we're also joined by our surrogate and her husband, who um, I'm just going to create some fake names for right now because we have to protect their identity. We're going to go with Karina and Bob. <laughs> oh,
1: can you be Frank Cannon? I thought Bob would no, be no, funny. No, Frank Cannon.
0: Uh, Frank. Okay. Cannon. Bob, Frank, what do you want? either one's fine <laughs> frank, Cannon. frank yes frank and was, karina yeah, was was i love it
1: frank
2: <laughs>
3: frank
0: and karina i love it uh we all had to go by fake names for such a long time it's hilarious and i was just assigned our, my fake name i was like whoa that's an interesting fake name uh maybe our next guest can tell us where the fake names came from so stephanie levich is our dear friend now who is with family match consulting she wrote this book from the start Uh, That we have her, we've had her on the show before talking about this book, about making families and all the different ways families can come to be. So Stephanie, thank you for being with us.
4: Thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry about your names. It was for the moment just...
0: You came up with them? These sound
4: good. <laughs> we're going to go with them. I, it. It.
0: I love it. Well, well, I'm well, going to reveal... Very young. I don't want to reveal our names because we may use them again if we do this again at some point. So um, we'll be Maria and Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. But Stephanie, <laughs> thank you for being here. Uh, We were so excited to share with all of you the exciting news. Obviously, you've seen it in Us Magazine and on the cover of Us Magazine with our little Athena. And uh, we wanted to share with you kind of how this whole experience comes together and the incredible journey that we got to have as what a family. What experience
1: would that be, Maria? The birth of our daughter. Would not be more specific to say the surrogate experience? The surrogate the experience. Birth of our daughter?
0: This is a very good point, honey. That's why I have you here. Thank you. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night guys but i am caffeinated so i'm awake um so yeah we of course as you all know uh had a surrogate carry our daughter and so we had this whole journey that stephanie helped us with and so we were at the end of our rope, basically exhausted. We had had another surrogate before her lining. Wouldn't grow to the final stage. We had this like really sad breakup. I've never really broken up with a guy or anything. So that was like my first real breakup. And it was really emotional. Um, and then Andy Vorzimmer, our attorney, who's just an angel said, I have somebody who can figure this out for you really fast. Please just call her. And I'm like, I'm so tired and maybe this isn't meant to be. And I was so sad. And he goes, just call Stephanie at Family Match Consulting. Trust me. And we called Stephanie. And not only was she the answer, she was our angel. And she found us Karina and Frank (laughs) (laughs) in like a day. I think it was the next day you called us, right? I think so.
4: I mean, gangster.
0: We did. Mm -hmm. And so right after that, we ended up on a Zoom with you guys. And we got to meet each other on Zoom. What was that like for you guys? I'm curious.
2: It was so weird. Like, because you're talking about super personal things, like your birth experience, and you know, how you carried your children and how you know, like, it's super it's like online dating. But like, <laughs> the, like, just let's just be open about it. Like, let me tell me about your uterus. Is it okay? You know, yeah. like, and it's like, oh, you know, like
3: you're bypassing walks on the beach,
4: right? You're, oh, you're, yeah, you're,
2: and yeah. Just going
3: straight to your life.
2: The Romance is out. Like, <laughs> right. okay, are it's like you a able to yeah. yeah, but you also have to know her viability. Like, it, it was it, you know, mm-hmm. her, and why are you doing it? And it is just like it's super vulnerable. And I was like, oh, like, all right, you know. But um, I mean, from the get go, it was like so going into it it was super weird um like what do we say what do we do like this is like okay you know like it just super weird um but then from like just meeting you guys it was like oh okay guard down like so it was i felt like instantly an instant connection mm-hmm. and like a realness that was just like okay Like, oh, we can just be. And creative,
1: so the audience knows this is your first time as a surrogate.
2: Yeah. But it was your dream to do this.
0: Like, I remember when you guys came for implantation week and we were chatting about why you wanted to do this, Frank was like, not really into this in the beginning. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: He was so not into it. He's like, why would you, you know, we're not going to do that. You know, we've done our two. We've got two beautiful children. We're not going to do that. I said you know, it's, we need to do this. And he's like, we're not, why would you do this for someone else? And I, Let's
0: but she also was before you even got married. She said that you, she wanted to do this, right?
2: Yeah. That I had hinted at, but it wasn't, you know, like, it wasn't like, Oh, I want, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I was like, no, I, I would love to help somebody else have their babies and, you know, like complete their families.
3: Yeah, she had Um, brought this up. She had brought this up a number of times throughout our relationship, or, or at least a a couple of times, like, uh, throughout our marriage and things like that. Um, But the time that she brings this up, though, too, is just probably a random.
0: uh, And FYI, their children are in studio, and so when you hear little voices, that's what's going on. They're such good children. They're just having their fun on their phones right now. Okay, (laughs) carry on.
3: So she comes and just tells me just on a random day, I come home from work and just kind of says, hey, I want to do a surrogacy. And
2: and I was probably two months postpartum. <laughs> so I was like,
3: eh, let's just let's pump the brakes a little bit. Here I think the truth of it is this. But...
2: we um we agreed that if we had a boy and a girl that we'd be done. And I was like and I agreed to that and I totally believe in it. And I was like, OK, like that sounds like quintessential awesome family. Great. But um, but I was I knew that my body could do it again. And I had really easy pregnancies. I had, you know, and I, I I don't I won't say I loved being pregnant, but it was like I knew that my body could do it. and It was a really beautiful thing. I can't imagine our lives without our two kids. Um, so, you know, that's ultimately I knew that I wanted to help someone else um, complete their family. It's like he just said, no, we're not doing it. And then he said okay when i brought it to him i said you know like i there are so many people who want exactly what we have um i can't imagine our lives without our kids um so we i just felt like i i needed It came easily um i had very healthy pregnancies um i just i can help in this way and why not better the world and like Helping in this
1: way, so a lot of people ask me, um, you know, you know, how how can they even do that? And we were told going in, and this, Stephanie, you probably can comment on this more that this is actually um, the way Karina is talking is actually the personality type of most of your surrogates. They they really do have this true sense of wanting to pay it forward.
4: You know, I mean, pay motherhood forward. Yes. And and that's one of there's many, many qualifications that someone has to meet to become a surrogate, but one of the very um basic um qualifications is she has to be a mom. She has to have had at least one easy, non-complicated pregnancy and delivery. So these are women who are moms and have kiddos and recognize, you know, how fortunate they are to have that and genuinely, generally want to be able to give somebody else that gift. Um women who have tougher pregnancies, they're usually not the ones raising their hands again. and so uh, it's, um, you know, and surrogates are compensated. There are things that they are compensated for throughout the journey, rightfully so. You know, there's, they're going through so much on the journey, but it's not really about that for most surrogates. Truly the desire to do this stems from just wanting to help.
1: Okay. Yeah, we we were told like, you know, the women... A love being moms and they want to pay motherhood forward that's how much they love being a mother and they want to see someone else get that gift and they said you know and the husband's usually like getting a down payment for a new house <laughs> literally that's what they said
0: well <laughs> i i know i told i told uh, karina that when we were looking at applications throughout the journey i would look at the husband first. like oh gosh well, I don't know if I want my baby around him, and I don't know. He looks like he's not really nice. Like that, it was always the husband I looked at first. And so when we met you guys, of course, instantly we we're like, "Oh my god, we love them." But I want to hear from but that's from really no. For Maria,
1: I think that is important. Like, don't skip over that. That yeah. was Maria's big thing. It was like we know the women, most of them with that, well, all of them that we met. It was for the right reasons. Maria was like, "Well." Who's the person that's next to them? What's their energy like? And how's that energy going to affect that the, the mom's pregnancy and all those other issues? And I think that's was really astute of you. I wouldn't have thought like that. But once you brought it to my attention, I'm like, oh, you're right. Like this and we came to learn the four of us, including both sets of our parents, our siblings, both sets of siblings, we all learned like this was a team. Yeah. And it was it like is a team. It, it, they, so Maria, like that. Well, here's you know. the
0: thing. I think in life. You're. You should always look at who's surrounding the person. Even the, if you're hiring someone, what is their support system like? Who is who's around them? Who's influencing their decisions? You know, they say you are the collection of what the five five people you spend the most time with, and so I take very seriously who's around people because I'm going to be dealing with all of them. And it's like when you get married, you got to go meet the family. You're going to be married to the family, too. So with this, I wanted to make sure there was never any safety issues for my surrogate, that she was with someone loving and protective and who was not going to abuse her. I mean, you know, this is your child that's going into somebody. So the man is the part, you know, the husband was the part I was most worried about um because like you said i know that generally i felt the idea of a woman doing this is she's got to be doing it for the right reasons because nine months of carrying a child and pushing yeah. one out that's a lot to do to ask. it's not a lot of money at the end of the day for what you really do right. in my mind yeah. uh so it has to at least be a good combination or a healthy combination of the two but you know um you have to, you have to think about those things. So yeah, I, that was my big thing. And I told, I told you guys that too, but I want to yeah. hear from, from Frank again about what finally convinced you to say yes.
3: Well, uh, Kar- Karina. Is, uh...
0: <laughs> good job. Good job. This is your first time probably ever being interviewed, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys
0: are doing yeah. great by the way.
3: Oh, uh, so she's what I would call an idea Gail. Um, She likes to have a lot of different ideas and do different things. And it's awesome. That's why I married her. Um, But I wasn't sure if, uh, if this was just another idea kind of thing and stuff too. And, um, you know, just with talking about her more, you could, when we talked about it more and we really sat down and kind of started fleshing things out a little bit more, you could definitely tell that she was a lot more serious about this. She like felt very strongly about this. And, and as mentioned before, she's had times throughout her marriage and stuff too, that she's kind of either hinted at or kind of brought this up before and things too. And so, um, so just, I I don't know, just seeing how serious she was about it and how strongly she felt about it. Like I, I respected that and it was kind of like, okay, well, let's, let's see what this looks like. Let's look into this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be open-minded about it. You know, I'll try to put my walls down a little bit about this and, and let's take a look. Cause honestly, I was very ignorant to the whole process or anything about it really, you know, um, uh, so I didn't want to just. You know i didn't want to just say no just because i was afraid to do it you know or just afraid of what i didn't know mm-hmm. um so it was just yeah
4: i was gonna say frank that is so common i have been doing this for over 20 years and not once have i heard uh, a frank in the surrogates world you know be asked about you know this journey and say yeah that sounds great sign us up like <laughs> let, we're, we're all in you know it's a, it's a process so you got to learn about understand it um but, and you get asked to do a lot of
0: stuff too. It's yeah. why I, when we were thinking Karina, we were like, no, 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 Frank, thank you so much because <laughs> we know you have to do so much too. And the kids, everyone's sacrificing.
3: Yeah. Well, then the biggest thing obviously is like health concerns and stuff with, yep. with any pregnancy. It doesn't matter how healthy you are. There's always things that can go on. So it's, you know, that was initially a fear of mine and stuff too. And, um, but just going through the process and, you know, getting to meet, Getting to meet people like Stephanie and you know and, and our side of things too and, and who we had for like our agents and stuff and talking through the process of it and how you know how protected that Ashley would be and all these things like
0: Karina, <laughs> Man, it's so hard. It Trust me, it's okay.
3: <laughs> but just be like seeing seeing how how well that this was really really handled on on both sides of things and and as as well as with um you know Karina's drive to this whole thing too. It just, I, I felt more at ease as, as we kind of learned more about it and, and everything. And then, um, yeah. and then obviously meeting you guys and stuff too, and talking with you guys about the process once they finally, I mean, like, when they finally told us bit. that we had a match, you know, cause we, we were in it for a few, few months at least at that point, you know, and hadn't really well, heard much about what was going, or hadn't really heard much yeah. from anybody as to like how this was going to happen and stuff. And I remember talking to her one time and just like, it's so like, is this happening or what? And she's like, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean.
0: Had you guys
2: other met other people? No.
3: Oh, no. no, no. Yes.
2: They would send us profiles and I was like, no. And I would like pick things of why I didn't like it. So did you have to pre-approve us um, for the Zoom? No. Well, yes. Oh, so we had to, um, we knew that you were a celebrity and I was like,
3: nope, <laughs> no way. <laughs> like I love it but then I was we're like really well, we're no like, touch but, this, but. but
2: but I was like we can do it because um I, I'm curious who it is she's <laughs> not marks that down
3: um but at least let's let's let's
2: let's, let's meet just, him let's just,
3: meet let's him, just, let's him, just see, do it see who it is so we, we can always
2: say no maybe it's and I was like maybe
3: right. it's Julia Roberts and
2: we were, like, we were so who's your favorite celebrity for each of you favorite celebrity I don't that's really hard uh, pick I don't know
3: pick two I think Chris Pratt's pretty cool personally okay um otherwise
0: so if it was I Chris Pratt you I would have, have said it. yes yeah okay and then oh, we'd have to, for we'd you have to
2: mean
4: Karina, who would have been
2: um
1: bagel boss bagel
4: boss who's bagel
1: boss oh it's just guy like is
4: there like a like, musician like, anyone that, that I don't know you way. would be
3: so crazy for you yeah, now they're you they're caught that other man, one right okay the other man crush would be Ed Sheeran
0: Edge
3: here okay oh,
0: just just want to throw that one okay so you guys knew but, a celebrity
1: by the way we talk about when you come into the celebrity world right mm-hmm. there's a whole kind of etiquette with hiring people who you hire how you hire you know yeah. you learn that stuff so a lot of people I don't think and that's why I, I'd like to think why we're doing this episode so people will understand going into it mm-hmm. what to expect what and it's not just putting on a front to get the person in it's actually coming in authentically saying hey I'm going to mm-hmm. commit to this way of life for the next nine months to support the surrogate in this way. But most people don't know how to go into it. You know, you said to me, Maria, the reason most people don't want to stay in touch with the surrogates is only out of fear afterwards. And we were like, that's crazy. If we have two people who are going to love on our baby as much as us, why would we push that away ever? Hello. But what I said, Maria, how come other people aren't like that? She said, Kevin, you said they're just afraid. So I think it's very important to know what are some of the red flags that you saw that I think other people can go? Oh wow, okay. I, I I'll you make an note. answer Don't worry. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I think
0: photos.
1: Red flags. photos
2: were so important. Yeah. So there were some. um they speak a lot. <laughs> that they would send me photos and I didn't understand the photo. Like it'd be like old photos and like so they weren't um accurately described in their um profile. Um. So, like there was a, a like a was a picture from like the 70s and it was like this guy and like but it was a total 70s guy which would be <laughs> weird now right and i was like is this the guy yeah. like is you know he's got like now this a by the way just so everybody stash.
1: knows maria this could actually be just someone's is mistake or just not thinking things mm-hmm. through to do things that you know put that kind of time and effort in so
2: maybe that was him and his.
4: And I can speak to, you know, just like intended parents coming into this process are looking for a surrogate with certain characteristics, healthy, loving, you know, leads a healthy lifestyle, all of those things, surrogates are really looking for a partnership in this journey for themselves as well. They want, because they're not looking at this as merely transactional, they genuinely want to um, watch the happiness that, you know, they bring to you as they're sending ultrasound pictures, of course, at the birth, like their heart is really in. This and so they want a partnership on this journey and your involvement and, and friendship and support along the way. Um, so, and- Stephanie,
1: who would be the best? Like, what would be the best candidate moving forward if uh, for a uh, a couple or a single person that wants mm-hmm. to? Hire a surrogate, um, the best candidate. A
4: couple or a person who really understands the sacrifice that surrogates and her families are making and honor that and are a partner on the journey with them and, and and shows her support and someone who doesn't treat it as merely a transaction. I mean, we're talking about humans coming together to build a family. There is nothing more beautiful or profound than that. And I feel like that experience should be treated with the um, respect and honor that it deserves because it really is that it's people coming together with love to build families. It's a beautiful sure. thing. And so to after a surrogate gives birth to say thank you so much. We'll yeah. see you never again. It it just doesn't even feel authentic to me. Um mm-hmm. and we almost never see that happen because there's a connection that develops through that journey.
3: Thank God. Well, yeah. On branch on that once too. I think going off of what like what was saying about like the people that we were seeing and and decisions being made like to go with what you were saying too with who you surround yourself like when you're looking at some of these things and you're not feeling like like and it's it's kind of judgmental a little bit yeah again but you're 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 judging off an
0: application yeah it's
3: like a dating app kind of thing right like we all you know or everybody's ever whoever's done any of that stuff uh, knows that you're kind of making some first impressions and so when you're looking at these things and you're not seeing like either like a loving couple or like you're not seeing like somebody who's like kind of grounded or things like that like it was just concerns it's like at the end of the day like you're helping these people start a family and it would be absolutely heartbreaking to help them start a family and then see years down the road or even not years down the road something fall apart or then break apart or something you know or something like that too and so it was like being able to see that there was love there that there was like stability there that there was like
0: 25 years in already
1: yeah, right. i think it's very wise because we had heard a story before we found you stephanie we were with an agency and there was a baby at the time i don't know if you remember this i do that um the couple divorced. just all this like chain of events went down and the baby had no one
0: yeah they didn't want it right
1: which is so all because scary. of what you're you were foreseeing maybe potentially these other people and this is what happened and this baby was overseas and it was like it was it was supposed to be delivered overseas and it was you know like in limbo
0: so i'm gonna move this along so we are getting back to our timeline we we met we all fell in love <laughs> and we decided we were gonna go now from that point it took an entire year i think right?
4: Oh, too long, months. an it, abnormally it takes, yeah. long amount. It, it's Just not usually Tell us bad. the
0: experience for, for most surrogates and and us. Mm-hmm. How long does it take to go from identifying the family and saying, okay, this is who we want to go
4: with? How long does it normally take? Normally, from the time of matching until the time of their being able to Implant. be an embryo transfer, on average, give or take about four months. Four? Four or five maybe what? depending yeah, it was there were so like many things months. and delays and things at the clinic and it it just kept getting delayed and delayed. Wow. That that is not typical.
0: Okay. Well our whole journey
4: wasn't typical. I know. Was (laughs) was it it was worth the wait.
1: Did COVID make it more slammed? Because it seemed very inconvenient at the clinic. It was jammed.
4: It was crazy. Yeah. Well things kind of shut down for a while and then opened back up. And so everyone got flooded and people were always out with COVID, sick. There were staffing issues at clinics all across the country. And so there there was a challenging time you know I think um especially earlier covid and and I want to make sure not to um, forget to give a shout out to family creation Julia McConnell is the owner um they did an amazing job and we source amazing candidates through awesome agencies who we know we trust we vetted They are the ones who found Karina, and that is how I found Karina and Frank, and um, I'm so grateful that they brought her into their program and allowed us to collectively connect as a result of it, as are we. So we implanted, we got to spend the week together,
0: which was so much fun getting to know you guys. When you left here and left Los Angeles, what did it feel like for you guys? Did you guys feel better really kind of knowing us at that point? Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I would would say coming into that week it was still like all right we we've talked to him on zoom a time or two but like we don't really know them super well but like we're getting into this you know this is kind of like here we go you know and so it was like we were really excited to to spend some time with you guys and get to know you guys more not that we had any doubts of (laughs) course but you know again like just with how the process has been and how long it took and everything like that too like obviously there was just you know there was a lot going on we were still living our lives and everything too and as were you and um but it was it was great to have that week and that just really like hanging out with you guys like really solidified that that it was like, Yeah, this is this is the right move. For
2: it me made sure. it exciting to think like that you guys are gonna be, become parents. And it was nice to know you as people and um And you didn't think we, we were crazy Hollywood people after? No. <laughs> no. It was so funny because when we went downtown and we went and went and saw the sites you guys are like
3: well let me take your picture
2: let me take your picture oh and it was like it was like we were this cel- like it was so
3: so we talked about fun. that like the whole night uh, oh, like how, how did that work out that the that the celebrity couple is the one taking our picture at- <laughs>
2: and like yeah, you know <laughs> and it, um it was just such a genuine experience um you guys were like we want to know you and your family and what you know what do you guys like to do and what about your kids and it was like hanging out with friends, like we had known you forever. Yeah. And, you know, we were just so excited that you guys were going to become parents. And
0: and we had lunch with you, Steph. And I remember you being like, this doesn't really happen a lot. And then I heard that on the other side, after the birth, our baby nurse was there and she goes, I don't see this often. And I go, what do you, what do you not see? And yeah. she goes, you guys are all hanging out together. Usually they take the baby and they go. And I was like, it was funny because I remember really consciously saying, I want to make sure that you guys feel the reward of what you just did. And so I was like, if you need to kick us out of your room, you tell us. And the only time I left was when both of you were out cold and I still (laughs) FaceTiming people being like, oh my God, and I was like, okay, I'll go to my room. And then eventually we all, you know, reconvened in our room with the kids. But I wanted, we just made a family together. So I wanted to make sure they felt all of the goodness and the excitement and the joy and they experienced every moment we were experiencing together um i i can't imagine that the opposite is true but i can and and what i was explaining to kevin i said you can't pass judgment it's fear and we talk about fear on this show all the time and i always say everything and this is from george adair i think everything you want is on the other side of fear Mm -hmm. so if you can push yourself past that there's something really beautiful to experience which is why i wanted us all together because i really want to encourage people to let their guard down and allow for that amazing experience to happen because this was this was of course, the greatest gift of our lives to have Athena, but it was amplified by a billion that we all got to do it together and we got to like watch each other through this process and enjoy it together.
4: Yes. So much yes to everything you just <laughs> said. And and you hit the nail on the head. It stems from fear 100%. And then especially I, everyone going through this process as parents is is afraid. Am I going to be mom? If Is this other person yeah. going to be mom? No, not the case, of course. But I, I understand, you know, the fears. And then when you add on when people go through this who are in the public eye, there's all these other layers of fears, like bringing a stranger, which you both were at the time um, of initially meeting meeting, bringing someone into their lives in this way. But, you know, I always tell people that investment that you make in the surrogate is what's going to make you, both of you, more invested in the journey as surrogate and surrogate family. Mm. And that investment is what makes a beautiful journey. Yeah. That investment is, is what makes you actually want to do right by these incredible people that you've been given the opportunity to help rather than some unknown strangers, like you're just this robot carrying who knows who baby, you're not going to be as invested in the overall health and wellness of this journey because you don't know them. Yeah. And so cultivating that friendship and relationship is actually better for the whole process as a whole in every possible way way did you feel
2: that karina totally
4: yeah.
2: um i mean the miracle of w- having two people um who are just people they're kevin and maria like be watching that process of becoming mom and dad was like <laughs> amazing i mean um i was i was a little nervous to have every you know to have you guys in the room because i'm like oh this is like a really personal experience but i would never have I would never have my own husband miss our, the birth of our children, so I can't imagine missing the birth of, you know, you guys missing the birth of Athena. and um but it wasn't weird at all. It was just a beautiful experience. I like, I felt very protected and like loved um, throughout the entire thing. Um, watching you become mom was just like <laughs> just the most euphoric, like, whoa, like and, and then all I thought afterwards was um like i i had just delivered and there's you know there's you holding athena and then there's kevin and it was just like like just the wholeness of your family and then i just thought i did that like i i did that you know and i felt like just like a superhero yeah like well you were um you were and And the fact that
0: you made my dad stay was so amazing because he was not what did he think
2: of that he was so
0: i mean he's just (laughs) my dad is maybe the happiest human on the planet
1: now but he doesn't like uh, blood or he He doesn't like like seeing people in pain pain. so he was like
0: and he never saw our births i said dad you're coming to the end of your life you're 79 like try something different you don't have to look and we don't want you to look like yeah. this is like you know but sit in the corner and just be a part of this and he's like no 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 and then um Karina when we were in the room as this was about to get going she said you're staying and he goes no 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 and she goes but what if i need you she said the right thing and he it hit him and you saw his face he felt so yeah. like guilty and like he had to <laughs> and it was really beautiful um and You know, it was just, it was so special. And I'll say for what you said, Steph, earlier about worrying about, you know, I know a lot of people worry about that they're not going to get the baby, um, that, um, you know, the attachments, those are the things that you work on with people before. Like my friend, Lori Bregman, the doula, she educated me on what to do in the hospital she told me to set up the flameless candles and the sound machine and to make the ambiance nice. And she taught me about all the tests that they were going to run on the baby and what I could have agency over and informed and made me an informed parent to be on what I wanted and didn't want. So like when it came down to do you want to break the water? I remember the nurse Morgan was like, well, you know, it is very rare, but sometimes the babies can be born in call. And it's super rare. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so cool. But I didn't have any time to think about that really being a potential. But I remember calling Lori from the hospital and being like, I'm nervous now. They're asking if we should break the water. I know we said no, but what should we do? And she goes, Do you want to? And I go, No, I want whatever is natural to happen. She goes, Well, then just do that. And I go, Okay. And so, of course, Athena was born in call, which was so cool. And is in call. In call is when they're born in the sac, like they- Placenta. In the, right. You know, no, in the embryonic sac. In the embryonic, in the embryonic sac. Sack. And so- is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, that works. And so it was such a special experience and it was so quick. So, you know, I went back to my room thinking, okay, I can take a little power nap. And then before I knew it, Frank was at the door being like, hey, it's time, like totally calm.
2: Like we were going to get lunch. She's like, it's time. <laughs> And we're like, what? Yeah, that was better we, than the. We, comb- were. <laughs> we were all at a hotel together. And I was like, I started labor and I was like, okay, I know, not. I was like, okay, I think that this is happening. I, you call the hospital and they say, oh, yeah, you know, come in. And we went and banged on your door and said, let's go. It's yeah. time. And I How was, I was at- out
0: cold, but I had just gotten your text. And her text said, I'm having these pains. They're eight minutes apart. Now, we had had a false alarm earlier in the week. And, uh, and I was like, Kevin, she said that she's having pains eight, eight minutes apart. Eight minutes apart means contractions. He goes, yeah, I know. He like, said, <laughs> they just knocked on the door. We're going. And I go, wait, what? That's and just- the the instant shock that hit my body. I was like in a whole other stratosphere. I didn't know what was up, what was down, where I was going. What It was hilarious. And then we got to the hospital and we were doing all the walking in the halls with you. And then, you know, you bounced on the ball. And then before I knew it, it was like go time. And I was just so surprised by the experience of the birth. Now, my friend who uh, gave birth here in L.A. was like, my birth was not like that. Ours was so peaceful and calm and beautiful. And that hospital was just, they were angels. And And it's just, it's such a surreal experience. Like your baby's coming out. I'm like, oh my God, Kevin laughs. He'll imitate me every so often. Go ahead, honey. How was I when she was ready to come out? Doctor says, are you ready? I'll I'll tell you if it
2: was a good imitation or not. So go ahead.
1: Oh, okay, I have to put myself there. But now he has to oh perform. My god, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Her, her hands were going back and forth. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then like she was took gonna it. spew out, or yeah. like I don't know and which direction like
2: she's gonna come. No, and like I said, to That's him, exactly.
1: How it was. We had an interview last week about it, but I said, Mary the extension cord still attached." She, <laughs> she was, she was, telling, oh, she was like, "Okay, my baby, my baby," and I'm like, "No, the umbilical cord and the." And the was just like no there was only so much slack we were running out of slack i, mean, I was so board. scared to first of
0: all the whole thing was-, was
1: so great to see maria turn into like the 16 year old who was like
0: oh my <laughs> god oh my god oh, 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 the my most god. underconfident maybe ever it was amazing anything. it was it was
1: awesome to see I but loved- it
0: was funny because up until then the whole birth plan was the second she's born she goes skin to skin so she can bond with me and all I kept thinking about is they're slippery little suckers. How, what am I going to do? If I, I can't drop her. So when the, the doctor looks at me so nonchalantly, are you ready, Maria? And I'm like, <gasps> and so I was so freaked out that I was going to drop her. I almost felt like, yeah, like, you know, those games <laughs> where you don't know where the ball's going to come out from. And
1: <laughs> I think when you're first time parents, it's. It just even how to hold the baby it's it, it you feel like you're holding this piece of china and then when you see the nurses and the moms who do it all the time i mean they're like juggling the baby on one yeah. finger it's like it's nothing the the nurse we had who helped us and that was that night either it was just like sat satara she sat athena on her lap she tapped her back she burped her it was like like it was nothing, you know, but when you're a new parent, you're like, oh, uh, uh-huh, butterfingers.
4: Oh my gosh. It's when you're a new parent and then coupled with a decade long of infertility and surrogacy, oh, yeah. and every heartache and loss and and thing you experience to get to that point. This is the most precious little miracle imaginable. And yeah. you it's it's very scary. It's scary for any new parent. Like you're sending me home from the hospital. And I'm supposed to keep this little thing alive. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> but then you add on how compacted that is after so much heartache. it's it's scary.
1: I have a family member who's, you know is like there is thirty and who just is the same week Athena was born, and her baby was born. And I was really surprised, um, when they got home, they really didn't know what to do. And we th- Thank and you. I recommend this to anybody. It's very affordable, but we hired. Uh, uh a baby nurse to teach for him. one day you know we she it was about three or four hours and we took notes, but we we learned so much in yeah. that session. Swaddling
0: and cleaning and
1: diaper changing,
0: sucking, and all the things that we everything. Had no idea and, I
1: mean, and keeping the vermix on the on well, the baby. Well, Lori body.
0: taught us all that stuff. Lori taught us the birth. But the nurse, and the no,
1: but the nurse had said it as well. He reaffirmed it. He went that. over everything. I'm just well, I'm just saying, like yes, Lori Bregman is amazing, right. but not everyone can afford a Lori Bregman. You can afford. I was surprised that my family member. I'm like, wait, what? You know, for in any small town you could hire somebody just for just for three hours it was three hours we sat with this nurse but I took many pages of notes and like I was as ready as you can be you know I mean there's gonna be things you can't you know you can't be ready for but that helped
0: yeah it really did so so we go through this whole journey we were just so everybody knows because we missed the middle part because we went right to the good stuff but we were uh Karina and I were going back and forth the entire time like I was sending voice notes for the baby reading books and and you would be like, she's kicking like crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Um,
4: you know what you should talk about maybe is when you found out it, it worked. Oh yeah.
0: It was funny because Karina was so um, ahead of the fertility clinic. She's like, I want to know. I want to know. I'm checking. And so she checked and we kind of knew before the fertility clinic confirmed it because you were anxious.
2: Yeah. I was so anxious. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I just had to know. Well, and you can actually will we'll tell you, are you going to I me? am. So so we implanted two.
0: And I was so so like in belief that we were going to have two. We were one and done. We wanted to have two. And and so I got the text from Karina and it's and she, I knew she was at the doctors and she said baby is doing great. And I go, Kevin.
1: And we were both like maybe it's maybe it's a table well you should say that it's
4: right? after there was a positive hcg t- test so we knew there was a pregnancy yeah but this was when you went into the ultrasound to see how many yeah were there and so thank you because i forgot that
0: clarification yeah so she's like baby is doing great and i'm like baby what what does she mean baby babies babies and i i had my because i document everything i had my ipad on to film the moment that you were gonna tell us that we were gonna have twins. And you know, you had the very difficult job of breaking the news to us that it was only one. And I know for some people that would seem like, Oh, poor you, you only have one, we fully recognize how blessed we are to even have one, but we were hoping for two and the tears are like streaming and we're just both so emotional. So tell us what it was like to have to break that news.
2: So, yeah, they told me, they're like, oh, yeah, there's one healthy, you know, there's one um, healthy heartbeat right here. And I was like, can you look for the other one? And they're like, there isn't another one. And I was like, uh, so not only did I get bad news, I had to share the bad news and then make it work, like, like share it again. And that it, so that was doubly difficult. Yeah. Um, she
3: called me and she was devastated i was like what she, like, how do i even she, say like, this like i know how much they really wanted this like it, and and, it, and we we had the same reaction too like we know that like it, it's still good news like yeah. yeah one took like that was that obviously is the hope but but we knew too that like well two were there like it's still a loss you really want to have two yeah and so you're like you're kind of balancing that that like hey this, is, this is good but there's you know there's still like a little bit of loss your there.
1: maturity level Karine, it, it just it's amazing because what we received from you was great news everyone you know like exactly how i guess if i were instructing somebody on on management and in um personalities and how to relate in a group setting that would be exactly how but you would never expect someone of your age you know to to but you were like nope we're just we're going to focus on the positive of this and it's great news everyone and almost It was great because it guided us there Mm. you know rather than guiding us which by the way we should be the ones doing that with you (laughs) based on our age and who's you know serving who in this situation but you were so amazing because you're like this is great news you guys our baby is doing great and this and that yeah and so we were like yeah we're
0: taking like it off we're like okay
1: and we shook it off we and
0: hide we got it out because i always say you have to give yourself the moment but then you have to move on and move forward and- like for a second but I then mean, i also that is examining the eye yeah. ultrasound i'm like i see something up yeah. here and i was holding out hope for a really long time that they were wrong because they do say that sometimes sometimes yeah. they miss the twin sometimes the twin is hidden and even i mean i can't even i have to say like even the day of breath, I'm like there they missed it the whole time <laughs> you never know
1: and now i'm so grateful it was just one because i just i don't know i can't even imagine i yeah. just love on her so much yeah so it was such a blessing anyway
0: so we were so blessed because karina's like a superhero so it was an easy pregnancy this woman never complains it's like like you are just superhuman and she was at a strawberry festival the day after birth like you were just like living life and i was like "Oh okay, my God, maria it's need, not like, any it's off.
1: not any strawberry festival like let's qualify this <laughs> one of the biggest in the country i'm just thank saying. you
0: thank you good point, okay. good point. <laughs> but um but i remember like two days we we had just gotten home and i was facetiming with you uh frank and i was like you know Karina and I have talked a lot throughout the journey, but I haven't heard what it was like for you. And when you started saying the things you said at the time, and I'll ask you to share it again, I was guttural crying in my kitchen. Um. So, so just share with everybody, kind of from your perspective, as somebody who was like, I don't know what this is all about. What it yeah, was. Yeah, the
2: like. naysayer.
3: The naysayer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The confused sayer.
3: Uh, you mean like the birth part, or, or oh, like, like just
0: like the whole journey? Part. What it was that yeah. like for you?
3: um i mean honestly it really it wasn't too bad i mean you know kind of i explained the beginning part of it and how that all how that all kind of went and she you know she convinced me otherwise that this is definitely going to be a good thing and and i'm very glad that we did um you know she as you guys said she's superhuman she took on a lot of this stuff you know and um i was just there to just be where i needed to be kind of thing you know as it was her doing 90% 90% of the work at least. Um, but it was really cool just being a part of the process of it and stuff. And like, you know, like we talked about getting to know you guys and stuff. And then once we got to the actual birth of it, like the most, the most incredible thing was, was like seeing your guys' reactions uh, when Athena was born. Um, like, I can't even put it into words, like the, just the, the pure joy that you could, the the genuine joy that you could see from both of you guys. Like, it was just, I don't know, I was awestruck kind of in the moment of it and just watching you guys, like, holding her for the first time and stuff and just, I don't know. It's like, it's so hard to put into words what it was, but you guys were just, you were so overly happy. and It was just, it was incredible to even just be in the same room of what was going on. You know, obviously, like I said, I had very little to do with that process at that point, but, but to be able to see uh, and experience that was just was it made everything worth it. Yeah. The whole process of it of it of it all and it was and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like a bad process by any means, but obviously there was work there it was just, long. There's a long term yeah, there was a lot to it and everything. But like that whole like it all seemed so small in comparison to like what just happened, you know. And it was uh,
2: so then he was thrilled and he was just like that just happened. And you know, like I think he was so happy and I just I felt the reward from all angles. And you guys were so happy, and I was so happy, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And Athena was perfect, mm. like a perfect baby. And I was just... perfect baby. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I was, I was on top of the world, and I still am.
3: And I gotta say, we can't tell you guys how much we appreciate your guys's aspect on this and, and take on it, and on including us as much as you have to and through that birthing process, like, and and after, you know, <laughs> to kind of be in the same room with you guys too, and and hold Athena, and like be able to talk with you guys about this and all that, like i this whole thing would have would have felt would way have been, differently if we didn't have it would that, have been way different yeah if we didn't have that like that final closure part like you said like that really does like even stephanie was saying too like that really does bring the whole thing together of like this isn't like a transaction you know this is like okay here's baby we'll be on our way yeah kind of thing like oh my was, god like, that would have been horrible it yeah. was like just i don't know like being able to be a part of it for that day
1: it was just soaking it all in and just i'll tell you the whole we, week yeah, birth week was to me it was, it was amazing it was yeah. We we saw everything in Had it together. We
0: went to every restaurant. We you know we did everything. We but, went hey, to we dinner. hung out with you guys. Yeah.
1: Went to your house. Like you know, it's just it was just yeah. It was almost where you know you love Christmas, but it's the leading up to Christmas that's the most fun. You know yeah. so it was so. Fun. I'm like because mir was like when when I'm like I just I I like the way it, this is so fun. You know just to sit and wait. I'm like it was we had pools magic. Yep. Yes, we had pools. And no one wanted No, that.
0: Actually, Andy Vorsamer won. Our attorney, he picked the date. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, but um, but I want to share too for people. So one of the things that I was told by Lori was, "You hold the baby for the first hour. Let her have skin to skin with you, and let her bond with you." And so the second she came out, the doctor hiked her right to me, and yeah, I didn't know. I didn't want to drop her so i was going back so i could try to you know bear hug her up against my chest because the cord was a little short or i mean you know nothing against the cord cord was perfect but you know what i mean um (laughs) but um but i held her and and at some point i brought her over and you were like playing with her feet and her hands so i was like you know you were getting to see her and experience her with me but i was letting her have contact with me first and then after the hour you got to hold her um, and then they took her for you know all the little tests and stuff like that. and then, um, you know, the kids came to meet her, and Brandon held her, and it was just so special. But I do want to share with people what it was like for you after, because the one thing we knew about Karina is she's not emotional. She does not get emotional, but you got emotional, yeah, and so I want you to share that
2: for other people to know that that's normal. It's so normal um, so. the birth was amazing I was on top of the world and then it came time just to say goodbye and I was like all right I'm being discharged I'm without a baby and it was like okay you know but I I knew that from the get-go um but saying goodbye was just like such an it was it was an end yeah it's not the end but it was an end to a chapter and it was like oh my part is done and now Kevin and Maria get to take over and what was really great is that I got I got to see her and I got to see her with you guys, and trust that you guys could take care of her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that you guys were gonna do a really excellent job um I think I mean, not that I had any say because if even if you had dropped her, <laughs> like you know I wouldn't have any say to um I didn't have any say like whether she was gonna go home with you, but I felt really good that she was going home with you mm-hmm. i knew yeah. that she was you know going home to a loving home that was going to take care of her and uh, you know i you put you carry someone with you for nine months of course you know there's that attachment but it wasn't a maternal attachment mm-hmm. it was you know i'm caring for you i'm making sure that you know she's safe. that that she's safe and nourished and, you know, that she's going to have the very best start in life. And I'm doing my part. And we went in with that mindset, um, that everything was going to, um, that, you know, uh, that this is Kevin and Maria's baby. And, um, so the kids knew that. And I, you know, when the kids came and met the baby in the hospital, um, Maria, you were holding Athena and, uh, my baby came in, and we call her baby, and we said, <laughs> "Oh, baby, look, there's, you know, there's the baby." And I said, and I said, "Whose baby is that?" And they said, "That's Maria's baby. you know, yeah, and mm-hmm. like, they totally got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so worried about that. But knowing you guys, like, you know, and you guys FaceTimed the kids beforehand, mm-hmm. and you had never met them before, you know, this trip. Um, but, uh, you guys got you guys made an impact and they knew who the baby was going to Mm -hmm. um so i thought that was really like it made it uh, a complete experience for me and while it was still very emotional to say you know to end a chapter it was i knew that it was just like the very best experience yeah
0: yeah i i remember that morning so it was the day after it was just me and you because my dad and kevin had gone back to the hotel because we're like wow we're going to be discharged so we're going to get to leave and go home go get the stuff and so it was just, um, Karina and I, and I was like, can I take a shower? Will you watch her? She's like, yeah. So she held her, I got ready and, and, you know, it was really emotional for all of us. And I had to reassure you that this wasn't an end like this. You guys are a family for life and you guys are always invited everywhere and anywhere whenever you want. I was like, you guys should do an annual trip to Connecticut with us in the summers. Um, but you guys are part of our family forever. And then I think you probably saw that after like we would not you know, we were still FaceTiming after and all of that. So that yeah. probably I hope helped the transition, right? Yes, completely. I mean, there's so- no, cause sometimes I'll say one of the things that I worried about when I saw you so emotional, I'm like, oh gosh, did I, did I do something wrong? Should I have not been as like intimate about this? Should I? And then do you need like a breakup, like with a guy, like where you have to like not talk to them for a while so they can detach to then reattach in a healthier way? Like I was thinking all these things in my head because yeah. I'm a problem solver, but it all worked out. It was all like
2: easy no. and great. So. Yes.
4: And also we should talk about the hormone, hormonal changes that happen in women after giving birth. Not that that's the only reason you're emotional. It, I mean, yeah. there's so many emotions. No, I think
1: it's good to bring up because you're
4: but, sensitive yeah. to that. Everyone right. does. Yeah.
1: The. You know, surrogate as well as the surrogate family.
0: Yeah. And then the other part that we didn't get to mention that we'll kind of close up with is in the middle of all of this, (laughs) I got diagnosed with a tumor on my pancreas Yeah, that and (laughs) had a horrible, terrifying scare that we had to keep from you guys um, for your own good until we figured out what it was um because the last thing i wanted to do was scare you guys you're now carrying our kid and you're like oh gosh is she even going to be alive you know what's going to happen um so intentionally we kept it private till we figured out okay they think we can get this out let's get on the other side of surgery and then we'll call them and let them know so that they can feel good um what was that like to hear that news on your side
2: well we had a we were talking and then you said, Well we ha- guys, we have some news. <laughs> I'm like like but he was almost like we were sitting down and you guys were gonna tell us that you guys were getting divorced and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh great. Like now now what? <laughs> I we've got some news for you. It's not good news. And Kevin's like, No, no, no it is good news. You know, and I'm like, Oh, so, so Kevin's not happy. You
3: know? <laughs> so could be anything at this point. <laughs>
2: um and so he's like, No, 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 it's it's wonderful news. And, you know, and then just hearing everything you had been through and it was, it was like, Oh my God, like they have, this is supposed to be the most joyous time. And I was just like, this is, you know, and of course I'm sure, sh- you know, it was not the most joyous time for you because you're like, I'm not going to meet my baby, you know, and oh, how awful that must've been. Oh my God. Um, But to hear that, you know, it was completely removed and like, and that you were going to be okay. I mean, I would not have done well if you had told us. I was, I would have been like, this
1: is terrible. It's been too much on you.
2: So, but yeah, but we thought I just, so that was really big. But we're happy that you guys are still together. Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're still together. In retrospect, are you, do you understand why and can appreciate why they held off on sharing with you until they had completely?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would have been a mess. Um, I mean, because the hormonal change, like, and you're doing something and you think that this is going to be the most wonderful thing in someone's life. Mm -hmm. And it would have, in what would have gone through my head is like, now Kevin's a single dad. Like, and that's stress. Like, it's like, no matter how wonderful and beautiful, you know, Athena is, it's like, well, now I'm doing it alone, you know, and this is not what I wanted and this is Mm -hmm. not the plan. And it didn't things don't go to plan and there's always wonderful things that come out of the unexpected, but that would have been stressful. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that you guys presented that to us and like a very personal, Hey, you know, I want to tell you about this, you know, like in person and in our over zoom. Yeah. But, um, in a very personal, Hey, this is really important news to You know, that's happening in our lives. Um, it wasn't through the media or something like that. That, you know, yeah, and that we, wasn't and We really had talked hard.
3: about that afterwards, too, about just like we, we did really appreciate like you guys being upfront about it when, when you could. Yeah. You know, because, you know, like I said, we had talked about it and we're like, oh, like we wonder if it, like, if they were purposely not telling us or not or anything like that. And it was kind of, we kind of had come to that conclusion that it was like, oh, well, it definitely was better to find out this way. Yeah. You know, that now you guys kind of had the ducks in a row a little bit, you know, yeah. were able to like, give us like, Hey, this is the projection of what's going on. And yeah. thank thank God it was a good projection, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so that was, it was really great. And obviously, you know, for us, like, you know, I would say lessened the blow in a way, you know, like it was like, okay, well, this is like, that's, that's really good that that all happened. You know, like it, it brought some perspective to us too of like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, we know, obviously we know your journey going through into this and then now like still kind of dealing with like something else now coming up. And it was like, man, like But it just, I don't know if anything that brought us more of like a, like, we got to see this through, (laughs) you know, like, this has got to be, this has got to be a good thing because they deserve a win, you know, like.
0: Yeah, it was a win. And I remember you saying that actually on FaceTime with me, you're like, I, it really hit me when you said to one of your friends, you said, um, it's so great to call people with good news from a hospital. And that's when i was like guttural crying with you yeah
3: because you had so you guys had said you guys even said to me i remember you guys saying this in the hospital that it was like it's it was so it was such a different experience for you guys because like for once you guys were going to the hospital with like a a a singularly good thing like there was nothing there was no like negativity to it whatsoever this was
1: like it was such a contrast from all the last five or six or seven years of being in hospitals and dealing with death facing death just no sleeping and just pain and this and that and then to be in a situation that was all about joy yeah and everyone was excited yeah i was was
0: laying in a hospital bed but i was totally fine (laughs) (laughs) with my friends being like i have a baby. baby (laughs) was it kevin i'm not sick i'm not i'm not on painkillers i'm not cut up i'm not this is amazing and so yeah i think uh it was such a special it was such a special experience on so many levels it was so heightened um because i remember like that morning after i was diagnosed officially and i was like looking at my church icons on my mantle and being like god how could you finally bless me with a baby and i'm not going to get to meet her this doesn't make any sense. And I was thinking about it again, you know, the last couple mornings and I'm like, oh my God, I'm s- every time that baby gets kissed more than maybe all children in the world. But <laughs> I yeah. kiss her nonstop. I kiss her feet. I kiss her individual toes, her hands, her face, her head, her ears, her nose, everything. I am kissing her nonstop. And I just feel like all of th- this house right now I like, I finally feel like I know where I belong. I finally feel grounded. I feel like I've been searching for this for so long and I never knew. And I'm just so grateful to all of you guys because she's given me the most amount of joy that I'll ever have in my life. And and I'm like, I could fly. I feel like I could flap my wings and like just fly. I'm so happy. And I love her so much. I feel like this house is exploding with joy. So if I'm not holding her, I'm kissing my dogs. And then if I'm not kissing my dogs, I'm back to kissing her and Kevin. And being like, we have a family now. Like, we are an official family. I love my home now. I didn't love my home for a long time. I love my home now. Because it's it's a home. And so, um, thank you guys for honestly like we're so grateful that we got you guys because you guys are amazing humans like we know you guys and i was saying i'm a good judge of character anyway because i interview people for a living and i know frank with your profession you know people very well too but we're so grateful that you guys are the people that we went through this experience with and that you guys are family with us and stephanie we're so grateful to you because you did so much
4: out of the goodness of your heart for us. And I cannot thank you enough. I, I, I'm speechless because I feel like the lucky one. And I love every <laughs> single person in this room so, so very much.
2: This was just a true connection. It was like a, like a really, it was just meant to be. <laughs> Everything in this whole scenario. I'm so thrilled with the entire experience. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Maybe we'll do it again. <laughs>
1: you know, top, dun, dun, i
0: see natasha crying in the in the in the booth <laughs> natasha what are you thinking over there i hear the sniffles <laughs> all right it's just so beautiful it's like to see you going through this episode and talk about
2: your experience you are just glowing <laughs> thank and you it was, like you can see the the like the radiance from within you and it's just and you sharing how grateful you are is just there's so many people out there who struggle to have a family and um, you truly are grateful to be in this situation and grateful to all the people who are around you and who have made this happen for you and it's it's just I have loved watching you through this process thank you and uh, seeing your beautiful family grow
0: and it's just only going to go from blessing to blessing I know. I told Kevin soon after we got home, I go, I want 50 more, 50. And he's like, well, thank God we don't have that many. <laughs> and I'm like, I want a squad. <laughs> so um, anyhow, it's, it's literally the greatest time of my life. Mm. And I feel like an incredible healing happening inside of mm. me just because of that joy. Like you can't, you can't, I mean, I wish I could bottle this up and give it to everybody in the world. It's just the best feeling in the world as, as, as well as i'd love to bottle up her newborn smell because Mm -hmm. i inhale her like snoop inhales marijuana (laughs) um yeah it's it's everything honey any final words
1: i don't know we've said it all it's such a blessing i get yeah you can't put it into words and the reason i don't want more is because i just i I just want to give her everything you know so i'm like I'm surprised that you want 49 more. I'm like, 49. he's so amazing. I don't want to spread myself. P.S. He's
0: already growing before our eyes. And Frank, you said this was going to happen just the other night. And last night I looked at everyone around me. I go, gosh, she got bigger. She literally just got bigger like right now. And they're like, we just said the same thing. So she's like three weeks old and she's in the 99th percentile by the way she's 99 percent <laughs> bigger than all the kids her age she's tall she's big she's she's gonna be i don't know what she's gonna be but she's gonna be um a great 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 girl in this world anyway thank you guys we love you and p.s shout out to the kids who are so incredibly good and so quiet and and um little frank and baby yeah i do you guys want to say anything? Did you guys love baby? Lurline,
3: did you guys like saying baby?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was Was there a baby in mommy's tummy? Yeah. Whose baby was that? I'm
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're gonna see baby right after this, and we're gonna go get lunch. Yum! Are you hungry?
3: You getting hungry?
1: Do you want to go see baby? <laughs> Maria's bringing for chicken McNuggets, I think.
0: (laughs) Anyhow, uh, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By the way, uh, Stephanie's book from the start is incredible. We'll put a link to it in the summary of this episode. What I love about this is you really share all the different ways that families can come to be, and it's a really great way to explain it to kids. So um, I highly recommend the book. I highly obviously recommend Family Match Consulting. Um, and, uh, we will do more on all of this, but we're so grateful to be able to share with the heel squad. We love you all. Um, shout out to Leslie for the cutest gift ever in the world. She custom made little heel squad, lemon Nike sneakers for (laughs) Athena. And it's like, going to be a new business that she's doing. So I was like, once you have everything up and running, let me know and I'll promote it because I'm obsessed. It's the cutest thing ever. So thank you to everybody. We love you in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present.
4: This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you.